Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today, we're focusing on the topic, I am willing, Lord, based on our reading of Ezra chapter 9, verse 1 and 2. Let us hear what the word of the Lord has to say in this passage of Scripture. Now when these things were done, the princes came to me saying, The people of Israel and the priests and the Levites have not separated themselves from the people of the lands, doing according to their abomination, even of the Canaanites, Hittites, Perizzites, the Jebusites, the Amorites, the Moabites, the Egyptians, and the Amorites. For they have taken their daughters for themselves and their sons, so that the holy seed have mingled themselves with the people of those lands. Yea, the hand of the princes and rulers have been chief in this trespass. Only those of us who surrender every single year of our lives to the total control of the Holy Spirit will obey the commandments of God not to mingle with their heathen neighbors. You see, my friend, when we allow ourselves to mingle with those who are not of the household of faith, will be influenced by them to adopt their sinful practices. This was the situation with faithful children of Israel. Although God warned them that time and time again not to mingle with the heathen nations around, the people just would not listen. As we read in Ezra chapter 9 verse 1 and 2, we are told of the result of the people of God mingling with the heathen nations around them. What does the word mingle mean in this passage of scripture? The strong concordance define the word used, the Hebrew word used for mingle as to pledge, to exchange, to mortgage, to engage, occupy, undertake for, give pledge, be or become surety. Take on pledge. Give in pledge. Hmm. Wow. Do you see why the Lord warned his people not to give their daughters to the, the sons of the heathen neighbors? Today the Lord is reminding us that our association with persons who are not of the household of faith can result in negative consequences. Therefore, we must put ourselves in a position where we can never be influenced by other heathen neighbors to obey the commandments, to disobey the commandments of the Lord. This passage of scripture reminds me of the command given to us by God through the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. Be not unequally yoked with unbelievers, for what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? What communion has light with darkness? Do you see, my friends, when we allow ourselves to mingle with unbelievers and to become unequally yoked with unbelievers, we put ourselves in a position where we can, we can be drawn away from God. This is what happened to the people of God. Matthew Henry's commentary on this passage of scripture, he made the following statements. What the sin was that they were guilty of 
it was mingling with the people of those lands. Verse 2. Associating with them both in trade and in conversation, making themselves familiar with them and to complete their affinity, taking their daughters in marriages to their sons. We are willing to hope that they did not worship their gods, but their captivity had cured them of their idolatry. It is said indeed that they did according to their abominations, but that signifies here only the intimation of the heathen in promiscuous marriages with any nation whatsoever, which by degree would lead them to idolatry. Herein, one, they disobeyed the express command of God, which forbade all intimacy with heathens, particularly in matrimonial contracts. Two, they profaned the crown of their peculiarity and set themselves upon a level with those above whom God had, by singular marks of the, his favor, of late as well as formerly, defined or dignified them. Three, they distrusted the power of God to protect and advance them and, and were led by carnal policy, hoping to strengthen themselves and make an interest among their neighbors by these alliances. A practical disbelief of God's all-sufficiency is at the bottom of all the sorrow ships we make to help ourselves. Number four, they expose themselves and much more their children to the peril of idolatry, the very sin, and introduced by this very way that had once been in ruin of their church and nation. End of quote. I pray that we will continue to allow the Holy Spirit to take full control of every single area of our lives so that we will obey the commandments of the Lord. When we allow the Holy Spirit to lead us into the path of righteousness, we will have the desire to do what God wants us to do. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for the word and the reminder that we have to be careful about our association. Help us, Lord, to guard carefully the avenues to our soul and to guard carefully our association with others so we are not influenced to walk away from you. Instead, we are influenced to walk towards you. Thank you, Lord, for this message today, we pray. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.